0: Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm um, Megan the Skeptical One. I'm Erin the Believer. Um Megan the Skeptical One. Let's just Where go back that? and forth. Back <laughs> Why are you doing it again? <laughs> I don't know. You looked at me like it was my turn again. No. I didn't mean to. Oh, okay. Well, clearly we're professionals.
1: Yes, that's right. We are, mm-hmm. We've are. we been doing this for over a year. We are We are done being yeah. uh, newbies. We know what we're doing.
0: I mean, could you not tell by that intro? <laughs> (laughs)
1: okay so uh, we are back in NTI it's official
0: it is uh, so we are right back to the beginning of why we started
1: this podcast I know that's what I was going to bring up tonight should we start a second podcast (laughs) Our second quarantine
0: yeah oh my gosh our original one was um, our children didn't give us enough to live and now it's like our children and our first podcast aren't giving us enough to live we need more
1: we need something else we need another night to do Oh, my gosh. Oh. No, this podcast is, thank the Lord, we still have it going because, my gosh. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's about it. That's yeah. what we got going. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. So um, they made the call. Like, the, the weirdest part about this whole thing is that the whole rest of the world is not in full down lockdown quarantine. Right. But our school system is. Yeah. And so um, I don't know how parents are going to do it. I don't know how <laughs> we're going to do it. Nope.
1: Still don't know. We're figuring that out. Yeah.
0: Childcare. So everything is just kind of up in the air. And whenever situations get like this, I like to just get really philosophical and take shots of tequila.
1: Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Because what are you going to do? I know. My gosh. I cannot believe we're here again. Yeah. So, yeah, we started the night with mm-hmm. a tequila shot.
0: And we know how that turned out last time. <laughs> so, here we go <laughs> again. Let's see when that kicks in. You'll all be able to tell. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, all that is happening and that's that sucks and everything. But today... I had quite an enjoyable time with your middle daughter. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So she and I rode out to mom and dads together, just the two of us, which was so fun. I never get to be with them by themselves anymore. Yeah. You know, all my nieces for a long time. I was able to be kid free and just have all the focus on them. So it was so fun. You had my kids and I had your kid. And uh, we drove out and somehow she started asking me about ghosts and things that i believe in and stuff like that it was so cute i was like well you do know your mom and i have a podcast and i am the skeptical one and she's like yeah but i bet i could get you to believe i was like oh a challenge by nora the nine-year-old yeah Uh, yeah so we're driving and she's like yeah i've got this surefire like test and Mm -hmm. it's gonna prove to you that there are ghosts i'm like really what do we do here she's explaining the whole setup which was so cute and then as soon as we get there she oh but she said but I don't think my mom would be okay with me doing it. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) I love this. And I'm like, you're right. We should definitely keep it a secret. (laughs) So I was like, okay, well, when are we going to do it? How are we going to plan this? So we had this whole thing. I was like, I'll like wink at you. And that'll be our, like, which we were not very good at. You were right in the kitchen. And you're like, (laughs) What are you two doing? I'm like, I have no idea. I just told her to go set it up. (laughs) So, and the cutest part was that I kept saying, let's go back in the back bedroom, which was Grandma Rosie's old room. Yeah. And she finds that room terrifying. I don't know if because she knows that Grandma Rosie passed away. I have no idea, but she does not go back in that bedroom. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, we definitely cannot do it back there. I was like, Well, where are we going to do it? She kept finding the funniest places to do this like ghost test. And it was in the middle of the day, people around, like there was no like lights, you know, like lights (laughs) dimmed, no ambiance, but she was, she was like, no, she believed in it so much. This is why she's your daughter. She believed in it so much that she was like, if we do it right here in the pantry, on the pantry floor where everybody can see us it's going to happen. So it's basically, <laughs> let me tell you how this worked. Cause um, you know what? She wasn't wrong. It did work. Okay. Okay. So are you a believer? Well, let me tell you how it worked. Uh, so there, <laughs> there are uh, two pencils. Uh-huh. You have to find two pencils, which that took us forever in mom's house to find two <laughs> pencils. Uh, and then you have to cross them. You have to draw like a T and you mm-hmm. have to put them perfectly, not just, I mean, she made sure you have to put them perfectly on there. And then in each corner, it says, yes, no, yes, no. And then they have to balance. And then you ask, Charlie is the name of the ghost.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what you say? Charlie, Charlie, are you there? That's what we had to say together at the same exact time. Uh, Charlie, Charlie, are you there? And then we had to wait. And then the pencil is supposed to just go to yes or no. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. I'm like, if it goes to no, who's there then? It's not Charlie, <laughs> but it's going to... So anyway. Oh, we're sorry. sitting there. We're, so we're sitting there and uh-huh. pencils are very easy to make move uh-huh. when you blow on them. Girl, <laughs> I got her over and over again and she was like, look at it! Because <laughs> I <laughs> kept blow, I know. But I kept blowing and finally she caught on to me. Like, she caught me. She's like, Aunt Maggie, you got to stop. I'm like, but honey, if I don't blow on it, nothing's gonna happen. She said, it will. And then we'd sit there and we'd look at it, we'd stare, and sure enough, nothing would happen until finally I was like, I would blow a little bit. And every time, I mean, you could not. She wanted it to happen so bad. And then her eyes would get like the, the size of saucers. And then at one point you you walk by and you're like, what are you all doing? Like nothing. It's between the two of us. We can't tell you. (laughs) And then I spotted you guys doing it. So clearly she came to you. Yeah. She eventually came to me.
1: So at first she kept trying to hint, like she really wanted me to find out what you all were doing. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay. Just tell me what you're doing. She's like, no, no, no. I just, I mean, it does involve a ghost. (laughs) Oh, okay. But you can't tell me about it. Well, she said it involves my friend, Charlie.
0: I was like, Mm -hmm. Charlie
1: from school? Like, you have a friend named Charlie.
0: Of course, you had already whispered to me a little bit. Yeah. So so I knew. You know, that's like sister code. Right. I can't make it. I mean, I I want your girls to think at all times (laughs) that I'm going to keep every one of their secrets so that they will come to me. For sure. But, you know, I'll always let you know what's going on. Absolutely. That is sister 101. I cannot not tell you. Right. You saw us sneaking around. I was like, I don't want her to think that we're doing anything like we shouldn't be doing because it is Aunt Maggie. You never know. So I just whispered in your ear. I was like, we're we're summoning ghosts. It's fine. (laughs)
1: Right. Yeah. So I keep egging her on. I'm like, oh, like Charlie from school. No, no, no. He's like from the 90s. I'm like, he's from the 90s. Wait.
0: She never told me. She never told me the ghost that we were summoning was from the
1: 90s. Yeah. She said he's from the 90s. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I said, so he's almost as old as mommy. No, he died when he was very young. Was oh, like, oh
0: that's tragic, so sad.
1: So eventually, we get to it. She pulls it out of me. I did tell her, "I'm okay with you keeping this a secret from me because you've told an adult that you trust, and I trust."
0: Yeah, there you I go. I said, "So, that's good. I like I'm not that.
1: gonna, I, I'm not gonna try to pull it out if you want this to just between you and Aunt Maggie. That's fine, right?" But <laughs> I said, "But I am curious. You know, I love to talk about ghosts." Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, "Well, I am sort of." Commune. And I said, you're taking communion, with Charlie.
0: <laughs> and it's a clear sign that I'm... You're telling me you're Catholic. Hold yeah, on. Hold a, on. It's a
1: clear sign that I'm not being a good Christian <laughs> mother. She goes, what's communion? <laughs> I was like, oh. I said, you know at church when we get the good bread and the little, little grape juice? That baby she is was communion. Like, oh, yeah. No, I'm not doing that. I was like, okay. So I eventually got it out of her. Oh, and then every hilarious. time I would, you know, we did the Charlie 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 are you there and it was on a slope <laughs> I mean, yeah it was. she was sitting on the couch and it was on the couch so oh my gosh of course it immediately moved and she was like <gasps> see? did you see? see it i was like i did see it that was pretty cool but she she's like okay now what do we now what are you going to ask it i was like oh let's ask it um you know are you are you kind yes he's kind he's my friend oh. Like, oh oh oh
0: she already knows everything about charlie I was like,
1: okay um, ask him, is he handsome? Mom, he was like four. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Is he in a good place? She's like, mom.
0: Oh, every I question. I said, this is why you don't do this with your mom. I every know. question she comes up with is going to be ridiculous. but I, I
1: think it's time for you to come up with some questions because I
0: got nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing I get if it's good enough. Yeah, so oh, it was so pretty cute. cute. Yeah, at one point she had us do it next to the dog food so we could ask Charlie to move the dog food. So she's like, oh, I've got the perfect place. So we, I'm like, okay, let's do it. So we're in, again, in the middle of the hallway. People are literally having to walk over us <laughs> while we summon this ghost. Yeah, <laughs> it so cute. Uh, yeah. She also said at one point when I said, we go to the back
1: room, pointing to Grandma uh-huh. Rosie's room. She oh, yeah. said, no, I don't want to disrupt Grandma Rosie's spirit. Aww, and then I said, so well, kind. I kind of want to. Let's let's go ask her. Let's uh, ask Grandma
0: Rosie there. You know that woman. Hell yeah. Now that I believe. She would <laughs> be like, hell Yes. Yeah, like, like the word, I mean, the word hell hell would, would just would, appear. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly scratch itself out. Oh, um, man. Well, we're sitting by the dog food, and she's, you know, I, I of course, do my little trick and I make it move yeah. to yes, and she eyes are huge. And she's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I know. She's like okay, you ready? I said yes. So we tried to time out perfectly. Can you move this dog food? It took us a long time, but we finally <laughs> got it. To
1: stay together? <laughs> yes,
0: we had to say it together. <laughs> so we finally got it, and then I tried really hard to blow and make the dog food move. And that's when she caught on to me, and she was like, "Aunt Maggie, I'm like, listen, <laughs> I really want something to happen for you, honey, and it's not gonna unless I do it." So well,
1: it turned into a conversation of me telling her, "I don't
0: ever want you to touch a Ouija board," oh. but because. You I mean a, know she will. Hold on. You mean a What did she call it? Oh, Luigi board. A Luigi. A Luigi board. <laughs> she, she at one point she said, "Aunt Maggie, this is not like a Luigi board." And I was like, oh <laughs> it was gosh. so cute. I said, "A Luigi board." Yeah, you know where you ask it like questions to spell out. It's not going to do that. I said, "Okay, I think you mean a Ouija board." She's like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, an Ouija board." I said, you don't have to say the O. It's just Ouija board. <laughs> okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god so cute she is so, so cute. cute yeah well i i told her a i don't ever want you to touch one but then i was like this is nora and she's
0: oh absolutely d- uh, that is like right the there moment there's a chance Ding 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 oh well of course if you're definitely gonna tell her not to yeah it's definitely gonna happen yeah. so then i added but if you ever do
1: against my will hmm. You need to start by saying you're only allowing <laughs> good, kind spirits. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Th- th- this is important
0: enough to you that you have. okay It is.
1: OK. OK. I love it. I love it. I think that's hilarious. And you also have to close out the board and say goodbye so that it like move that little planchette to goodbye so that you're not leaving the board open for mm. bad spirits come through. And she her eyes again got huge. What? She was like, I need you to I need you to tell me that more.
0: <laughs> like I broke it down more.
1: <laughs> it was very cute. Uh,
0: oh, and you should say, and make sure you always and only do the Ouija board with Aunt Meggie because then you know it's <laughs> full on bullshit. Cause she's gonna move that plan jet. No, absolutely not, because she will you will
1: not close it out and then oh uh,
0: true, but will remember that.
1: Your little prank will turn into what haunts us forever.
0: Mm-hmm, that's how that will work out. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so cute that like. You know, some parents are really worried about extra internet or da-da-da, all these weird things. And you're like, okay, let me explain to you the ins and outs and the rules behind the Ouija board (laughs) or the Luigi board.
1: The Luigi board. (laughs) Very important.
0: Oh, cute. So speaking of spooky Luigi boards. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a Ouija board story? I don't, but... Maybe we should say, speaking of spooky spirits being summoned. Oh, okay. My second question was, is it a Mario Kart related story? Oh, that'd be fun. But also, this is not about spirits being summoned. Speaking of Mm, mm. (laughs) of spooky stuff, how about that? Okay, there, that works. Okay, so this is from um, a writer that has written us several times. Yes. Yes. Every time. In fact, I read this and out loud, I said, oh, God, Melanie, always good stories. You just always rely on a good like, what the fuck? Yeah. Melanie's spooky story.
1: Last story. just as a recap where she saw they were playing hide and seek and she saw a little boy run behind Mm. the cabinet. And your response, I mean, she wrote back to that. She was like, I'm telling you, there is no way he could have gotten back there. No way at all. He could have gotten back behind it. Mm. into some weird separate room. She said, I w- I saw him
0: go and he disappeared. Wow. How strange. Well, if I could remember that story in full, I would give a second <laughs> debunk, but I can't. So okay. here we go. All right. Okay. So she says, Hey, ladies, giving your wonderful show support the best way I know how by sharing my stories. Mm. Hell yeah. Yep. I would love to have Megan give me some explanation for this particular encounter. Ooh, <laughs> and boy, does she challenge me, especially at the end. Uh-oh. I'm like, This is a good story. And I was like, oh, I see you. I see Melanie coming at me. That's all right. I'll take it. I'm okay. I got broad shoulders. I got it. Okay. My sister is my best friend. Oh. It's a sister story. Yeah, I love that. My story is a sister story too. And I'm your best friend. I mean, it's just oh full, circle. Full, full circle. Oh my gosh, full circle. Okay. <laughs> my sister is my best friend. So when she got a job as a CNA at the local nursing home while I was still in high school, I naturally started tagging along. It also didn't hurt that there was a really cute male nurse. And then she does the <laughs> winking <laughs> smiley face. I love I that. get it. Yeah. Hell Yeah. Most days, I would spend the time when my sister was occupied wandering the building, interacting with the residents. I got to know several of them very well. Mm. Many of them sat lonely most days, so Mm. they loved when I would come by asking for their stories about their lives and sincerely asking how their days were going. I bet. I mean, I think about that. That's wonderful. Chad used to work in a nursing home, and I would go and visit him. Mm -hmm. And those, like... It's such lives that have been lived. So much history right. is sitting right there in front of you. Yeah. Take the time. If you ever have time to just sit down with somebody who's elderly, Right, ask them about their history. I know. And I mean, I don't want anyone to ever feel guilt that they have to put their parent in a nursing home because no. I know that's a hard oh, choice. Oh, yeah, for sure. But my gosh. it It just feels like it is yeah. such a sad. It seems so sad. It, it seems does. so lonely. I mean, I think I that there, there are, are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm think not that,
1: trying to say, well, now I'm backtracking. But. No,
0: I mean, it, it is like that. That is such a hard choice. It's often a choice that has to be made. And right. I can only imagine being in that situation. But also having said that, you know, Grandma Rosie spent a lot of times when she would get sick that she'd have to go to nursing homes. And there are such lovely and wonderful people. And yes. so many nursing homes that dedicate their time. Yeah. You know, we've had friends that work in nursing homes, um, nurses that are in nursing homes and every one of them, Our compassionate, loving, wonderful people. But even just as somebody who's not even in the medical field, just to get a chance to sit down and ask somebody about their life, it's like watching a movie. Yeah, that's where we need to start going for our stories. What if we went to a nursing home and was like, we got a podcast? Oh, we need to do that. That would be so much fun. Oh, my gosh. That's a field trip for this podcast. Yeah. Let's talk about this after we're done doing this. Oh, listen to her next line. I saw it as a chance to learn history before these wise elders inevitably passed on. Oh, that's awesome. I know. That's wonderful. Among these people was my favorite lady to talk with. I'll refer to her as Ethel. Her body began to fail her, leaving her confined to a wheelchair. She was a bit of a night owl, which is a bit peculiar for older folks. So when my sister started on graveyard shift, I often found myself in Ethel's room talking. Ethel and I would have many late-night conversations and would occasionally need to grab someone to help her into the wheelchair for a bathroom trip. As a tag-along and not any official employee, I wasn't able to move her due to liability. Hmm. One night, not notably any different than any other, I went to the kitchen to get a glass of water around 9.30 or 10. Towards the beginning of the shift change, as I came back through the cafeteria, I noticed Ethel sitting at her usual table. Her wheelchair was nowhere in sight and it was well past time that she should have been there. She should have been relaxing in bed. I could only imagine that perhaps dinner had been chaotic and in the confusion she had been left there by the aides. I know that's awful. Now off shift, each having assumed the other had escorted her. She saw me and called me over. Cheery as always not complaining nor even mentioning her unusual location or the time of night. We sat and talked for a bit before I excused myself to get someone to help her off of the hard dining room chair and back into her room. I headed to the nurse's station and caught the attention of a familiar RN and began explaining the predicament of Ethel being left in the cafeteria and not knowing where her wheelchair was. Her brow furrowed in confusion for a moment before her face fell to a sullen look of sympathy. She informed me that she knew we were close and that she was sorry to tell me that Ethel had passed away that morning. Oh, wow. Her room already cleaned out and emptied for the next occupant. I was certain she must be mistaken, even though she knew all the residents. I have experienced the other side many times before, as is evident in the many stories you've read previously. But my mind could not process this news. I had just seen her. I could recall our whole chat. I had squeezed her hand before walking away. Wow, that's weird. mm -hmm, Feeling her warm, fragile skin. I requested the nurse follow me back to the cafeteria. We walked into the empty room where all that greeted us was my glass of water still sitting at the table.
1: Huh, That is weird.
0: Right. Like the glass of water is the still The glass there. of water
1: makes it the weirdest part of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because like that's evidence that I was right there. At that
1: I stopped and sat down. Yeah. Long enough to put my drink down. In
0: an empty cafeteria. Oh, that's the weirdest mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. Ethel was nowhere to be found. Though your podcast. Okay. Here's what she gets. It. Okay. Listen, Melanie. <laughs> All right. This is where I'm going to just stop and debunk. Oh, okay. Before you read. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Before I read why she thinks that my debunks are just bullshit. Oh, um, but, bring it. I love uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I knew you'd love that part. So I'm going to say that it was like, yes, she sat down and her water was with her and in her hand. And so that water being there is, you know, It's not incriminating. She didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But it does add like an element of, I know I was there. Yeah. In this spot. However. However, My days mixed up. Right. I'm not like whatever. But uh, it is late night. I don't know how tired she is. I don't know Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. things are going on with Melanie. I don't know how much stress there is. At the same time, I still think that it might have been like, you know, a thought, a memory, some sort of like, um, just conversation that was had that she did not expect to happen, but it was just kind of like in her mind. Really? Has it ever happened to you once ever with anyone? Sleep deprivation for sure has caused me to see and talk to things and hear things. Now, I mean, that's also like when I was like really, really in the throes of being a brand new mom, but sure, like I think your mind can do some really crazy things on you.
1: I don't think you can make up entire conversations and mm-hmm. a hand
0: squeeze. I think that you can definitely think that you were you had like a conversation with somebody and it not have actually happened. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Had she known mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Ethel
1: had mm-hmm. just passed away, mm-hmm. I could see her sitting... Drinking her water and reminiscing. Right. And remembering those great conversations she had. Uh Uh-huh. And and almost feeling real. I can see your brain doing that. Right. As a way of closure. Mm Mm-hmm. But I cannot see her having a very normal, pleasant conversation with her friend. Yeah. And then immediately getting up, going for help. Mm Mm-hmm. And then find out that she has been dead for hours.
0: Yeah, I think also what would what would make this easier for me, because because <laughs> Melanie, it's not this is not an easy one. What would make it easier is if it were a crowded room, like if it were a crowded room and like hustle and bustle and things are going on. and yeah. she sat there and talked, but but she's talking about an empty room. Yeah, so it is it is a stumper. I will say that. I uh, will also give, and I'm sorry, Melanie, but you came at me. I'm going to come at you. The loophole of like we don't know for sure if this actually happened oh what do you mean like she's just making it up completely it is a great like tailored (laughs) ghost story it is a I mean it is like classic I feel like it's classic I feel like it's perfectly sorry Melanie I still love you just as much as you still love me but you don't like my debunks oh yeah let's hear the let's hear the smack she talks because Uh, I'm here for it well yeah but I mean she doesn't do it in a disrespectful way so I really (laughs) I don't I don't at all want to come across disrespectful to Melanie. I think that she really believes that that conversation happened. Yeah, I do too. Okay. So uh, here's what she says, though. Though your podcast states that Megan is the skeptic, I often hear her grasping at possibilities more as denial due to fear because she does not believe despite not wanting to. I
1: would slow clap, but I don't know how that would sound (laughs) in audio. But yes.
0: I love it. I know many paranormal, in quotation marks, mm. events have scientific explanations, but we have to accept that sometimes there are outliers to our mm-hmm. perception of reality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that mm-hmm. I agree with. Here are the key words that our perception of reality. Okay. So what that takes me to is your perception is your reality. Uh-huh. So, the you know, like she seems to be very open to... These different worlds, these different ghosts, these different spirits. Yeah. So that is her reality, that that could possibly happen. You know, and so then she hears Ethel passing away. After the fact. Well, or is it? Or over time, does that story slip in, in her memory, that this is what's happened? No way. Because
1: that would not be a memorable moment for her. Okay.
0: You have somebody that you really care about. A whole lot. And you want one more time to talk to them. Okay. And there's no chance in the world that she couldn't have either thought of that conversation afterwards. Like, how neat would that have been to have gone to talk to her and sit there and have a glass of water with her at the end of it? And then her mind is like kind of like, well, that didn't happen because she died. And then all of a sudden, that memory becomes logged in as before.
1: No she, mm-hmm. way, no way, because she has a full-on memory of her asking the nurse, right. no, you're wrong, come look.
0: And your imagination can't create memories?
1: No, not like that. No, uh-uh, mm. nope. Okay. You can call it a UFO, but I'm not accepting that.
0: I'm not calling a UFO. Here. I'm not thinking that. I think her imagination came up with a memory. I am
1: fully not accepting your debunk. Okay. Sometimes you- I accept them <laughs> as a, well, I could kind of see that. And I do not this
0: time. So listen, we'll give it to her here. She's got us at, at each other because I do think that maybe it was like a memory mislogged as to when it happened. Okay. And I think it was something she came up with as a way of closure, as a way of saying goodbye, saying, you know, she wished she could have had that conversation with her one more time, or maybe she had had that conversation with her several other times. And over time, this is what's kind of like been created as a way for her to find closure. Hmm. I do not find that, but okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll let you say mm-hmm. that. I, that's the farthest I thing. That you think you can let me say it. you can.
1: I'm just <laughs> saying like a lot of times I'm like, eh, I could see that.
0: Yeah, no. I don't. No, I, I, I want,
1: it's okay for you to never agree I usually never agree that you're right, but I could see it.
0: Yeah. But this one, I'm like, no, absolutely not. You don't think, think that there's. I just think you know
1: that that's where I'm at right now.
0: Okay, I gotcha. But you don't think that there's a way that this could have just been her imagination no, coming I up with this? Okay. All right. So the idea of things that are unexplainable can be intimidating. Listen, this is what I going to say, Melanie. I am not intimidated. (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: I'm not intimidated. Uh I'm not. There are things that stump me for sure. Yeah. Stump is different than being intimidated. I'm not intimidated. I'm not scared of it because I don't think it exists unless it actually scares me in that moment. And then I go back. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was just my kid's Batman thing that was left out at two o'clock in the morning. It's there and it scared the shit out of me. There's a reason why it was there. In that moment, sure, my mind went to Gremlin because that was scary as fuck. But later on, I realized what it was. So I don't find it intimidating. I find it like, hmm, I it did not happen to me. That's interesting. And it has me stumped. It does not mean by any stretch of the imagination that there cannot be something that caused it to happen that is not paranormal. Okay. Okay. Most of the time, it's nothing malicious; just the lingering energy of those still attached to life. I look forward to hearing your take on this experience, and wish you all the success possible for the future. Oh, Melanie, I know I I really appreciate that last line because if you hadn't, like <laughs> rounded it out with that, <laughs> Melanie. No, I'm just teasing. I uh, I fully, and here's also what I will say, and I think I say this quite often, but it is okay for believers and skeptics to coexist and still be respectful of one another oh sure it's perfectly fine i mean look at us i know i know right we we try to be respectful of one another as often as we can but what i'm saying is that it is it's fine i like i don't think any different of melanie for having those beliefs yeah um i hope she doesn't think anything different of me for not being open to those beliefs but that's just how I am because yeah. I, and, and like, I even told Nora today in the car, I was like, yeah, I have had some ghost stories happen to me and I still don't believe in them. She's like, what, how can that be? I'm like, I knew that would piss you Same, off because it Nora. pisses your mom off. It does. It pisses me off every day. <laughs> but time. I mean, it's just, and it's not because I'm scared in that moment that this might be for real. I'm just, honest to God thinking there has got to be a logical reason for this. Like I don't believe in magic. I don't believe in like so many different things. I just don't believe in them. I believe that there's got to be a reason behind it.
1: Yeah. That's weird.
0: I know. but I mean, I do. Is it weird or is it just a difference in beliefs?
1: I think there's a reason, but mine
0: is paranormal. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't. I always think that the reason has got to be something Like, scientifically, mathematical, there's, I mean, I hate math. I'm not very good at science. I don't know why I want to believe in it so bad. But I'm like, there's got to be some sort of equation. (laughs) I also
1: believe in science. I just feel like (laughs) paranormal could be a genre of science. I feel like it could Mm -hmm. be something we don't fully understand yet. There are a lot of things. Oh,
0: I definitely 100% believe that there are things out there that we don't know. But when we talk about, like, ghosts... Moving things, ghosts, talking to people, ghosts like that—that that part I do not believe in.
1: All right, okay, well, we're at an impasse. There it is. Okay, all right. I got I a gotta story pee. too.
0: Me too. Ow! Perfect timing. We do. We both agree on that. <laughs>
1: oh, look at us. P is important. <laughs> okay, it is my turn to read a story. And this is fun. This is our Repeat Reeby's sister. Oh. Well, Reeby has been promising us. Yes. So, about time she delivered. Yes. I know. I'm so excited. So, this is from Hillary. Okay. And the subject line says Reeby's sister Hillary finally sends in a story. I <laughs> love that. Welcome, Hillary. I'm so sorry. It took me so long to get something down and sent to you guys.
0: No worry. We blame Rebe. It's <laughs>
1: fine. <laughs> oh, I blame. I did not blame anyone. I'm just teasing Rebe. Ruby. Rebe's laughing somewhere. She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I promise to write more if you like them at some point. Happy New Year, Hillary. My story. My sister Rebe wrote into you guys pretty regular, pretty regularly. That's always my word that stumps mm-hmm. me. Pretty regularly, <laughs> I had it. Regularly. 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 It's, it's so much like... Oh, brr, that brr, is brr, really brr, brr. helpful
0: that you just broke that down. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm a teacher. Thank you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> I literally just said
1: regularly. Go ahead. <laughs> Except you said it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sister Reby wrote into you guys pretty regularly when you first started your podcast. I was always shocked by which stories she decided to write in. Hmm. There were so many to choose from. For newer fans of your podcast, which, congratulations, you have many, let me give you a backstory on my childhood home. And look, we get more clues on which Mm -hmm. house this is. Mm -hmm. We lived in the Highlands on Eastern Parkway in a beautiful limestone home. Limestone. Limestone. Did we know that before? I feel like we did, but it's okay. I'll take it in. (laughs) We were surrounded on nearly all sides by cemeteries Hmm. within one or two blocks. I remember playing with our friends on the street behind ours and being stunned their backyards were, in fact, the cemetery. Mm. There were no big dividers like wooden fences. They weren't popular at the time. Just chain link fences and a whole lot of headstones. Mm. It was a very weird thing to constantly see. A very dramatic reminder for very young children Mm. of the eternal
0: end we all face. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that the truth, though? Right. You would sit there and just. Daydream about that and think yeah. about it all the time. I remember growing up at Shiloh.
1: Yeah. Like we went to the tiniest little church. Yep. And their graveyard was like the coolest place in the yeah, world. Yeah, it sure was. Like I just wanted to go back and read every tombstone. Yes. It's especially so, the ones it's that you like couldn't even read. Okay. Well, goodness. Things, in quotations, happened in all the houses in our neighborhood. All of them. Hmm. Our homes were blessed often. Some homes were equipped with holy water to splash on. Whatever may need to be blessed at any given moment. Wow. I know. Like the whole neighborhood is like, oh, no, we're haunted AF. So here's holy water. I mean, you kind of have to embrace it if you're up to a graveyard. Like their, you know, new neighbor package. Like, yes. here are cupcakes. Here's, here's holy your water. Here's rosary. <laughs> Everyone was aware that our neighborhood was alive, again, mm. in quotations, in a dramatic matter much of the time. Hmm. We all seem to have ways of dealing with the disturbances. I, for example, would skip run up and down the stairs while making nonsensical noises out loud Hmm. such that I would be quick and not hear things I did not wish to hear. Wow. This was a weird habit, which would last me well into my young adult life. Hmm. I talked myself out of doing it around 26 years of age, which is funny because the house I live in now is from the early 1800s and totally haunted. Oh, she has to rewrite back in. I know. She's going to have to start that habit again. That's right. When things got really bad and dramatic in my house, which is something that happened nearly every late fall through Christmas season, so things got like more active in that time, we were taught to yell out, in the name of Jesus Christ, go away and leave me be. Wow. We all had our ways. Hmm. I hope you understand the background is needed. Plus, I have given you enough info you could find the house or at least the neighborhood should you want to, wink, wink.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you for that. We're going to go on
1: a mission. Now to my house. Not only were we surrounded by cemeteries, but two people had died in our home. One of old age and one a tragic drowning in the pool.
0: Oh, God.
1: We also had the ashes of my uncle in our home. That is a lot to unpack. And there was one ghosty we couldn't place. The evil, scary one in the basement. Male. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. Hmm. I'm going to give you many tidbit stories and end with my favorite, absolutely traumatic story, which will never, ever leave my mind. Oh, Lord. I know. And full disclosure, you were ready to go. I only read the first story. So <laughs> buckle up. We're, we're both <laughs> in surprises. This. We had a beautiful sweeping stairwell at our old house, like gone with the wind without all the pomp and circumstance, which also I've never seen pomp and circumstance written. Mm-hmm. And I think I always thought it was one word. Pump Pump and Circumstance. But But it's pump pump and and Circumstance. circumstance. Yeah, I knew that. Well, so (laughs) so does Hillary. It was beautiful like it should have been in the movies. At the top of the sweeping staircase was a door which entered into the hall, leading to all the bedrooms. And to the right, an alcove loaded with books on the wall and a comfy, cozy snuggle chair. Mm -hmm. I loved the alcove and sort of claimed it as my spot. One day, I was in the kitchen when I heard my mom call me. I said I would be there in a sec after I wrapped up whatever I was doing. I heard her call again, and I decided to go up and see what she needed. Sometimes we would call from upstairs to those on the main floor when we ran out of toilet paper, a very common (laughs) occurrence because we were kids and kind of jerks at the time. I assume... That's not jerky. Sometimes
0: you run out of toilet paper. No, no, no. But like, And then you forget to refill it. Like your kids... Oh, uh, well, shit. I just live with a lot of jerks in my house. <laughs> I, do too. I feel like I'm the only one who knows how to refill toilet paper. Yeah, it's really annoying. But I am also kind of a jerk
1: because as soon as I'm, it's out of sight, it's out of mind for me. So I do forget often. I'll, I'll be uh-huh. like, oh, I need to refill that toilet paper. And then I walk right out. Oh, okay. Not all the time, but often. That's why I was mm. never a successful waitress. <laughs> I tried it once being a, a waitress at like a tiny cafe luckily it was so tiny that i was like the only employee so i would go to the back to get something and come back out and be like Oh, that guy asked for water. And then i go back in, forget again, walk out and be like, crap, that guy needs water. And then, I mean, I was not good. So you were
0: like a living Rachel from Friends. Yes, I was very much much like Rachel. It
1: was rough. It was a (laughs) tiny little place. That place is no longer open. And and I take a little (laughs) bit of blame. I assumed she needed toilet paper, which isn't usually something people love waiting on others for. Hmm. I went through the swinging door in the dining room and started double stepping up the stairs. When I called, I was coming. I heard no reply. I made it up the stairs and to the entrance of the upstairs hall when out of nowhere, bam, the door slammed me so hard I fell backwards. Hmm. I felt like I was slammed by a wall of air and I bounced off of it. Hmm. Mind you, I was not thrown back a lot. The force of it knocked me back a couple steps and onto my bum. It hurt and I cried a bit. Hmm. I was shaky from adrenaline. Once I collected myself, I got up and ventured in to tell my mom what happened, though I was positive she had heard it all go down, and to give her the toilet paper. Guess what? Nobody was upstairs. Hmm. So she heard her mom call very clearly twice. Hmm. Something brought her upstairs, mm-hmm. and then bam, she gets hit by the. Storm. Yeah, I was listening to the whole. Story. I know. I just that's pretty wild. It is wild. Okay, not a single person in a single room. No windows are open. We didn't have AC, so it wasn't a weird air pressure change. It was a door, wide open, slamming 180 degrees into me out of nowhere. Hmm. Nobody was on the fancy side of the house. My gram was cooking in the kitchen. My mom, I found, had just pulled into the driveway with some of my younger sisters after a grocery store run. She most certainly had not called me. I slept with the lights on that night. In spite of sharing the room with my sisters, I was beyond unsettled. Hmm. That is weird. Yeah. All right. Here's our next story. Do you want to debunk first? You always tell me to wait to the end. Okay. You're right. I do. One day I was walking from the living side of the house.
0: The yeah, other. Oh. Because one side's fancy. Oh. And one side. Yeah. Fancy. So you don't. You don't use the side that you don't use in. I was thinking like the the side that doesn't face the cemeteries, but she means the side that we all lived in. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine. Having an entire space (laughs) that I just don't use, but still have to fucking clean. (laughs) Forget that. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you.
1: I hate cleaning the space I do live in. (laughs) Okay. One day I was walking from the living side of the house and was running up to my room before going out with friends. I had just entered the hall to the left of our stairs when for exactly no reason I stepped out of the way for someone and bopped up the stairs. Here, you can tell this is where I stopped reading. (laughs) Okay. So she like, like she got out of the way. She got out of the way. And then I was like,
0: why did I do that?
1: Yeah. Huh. Okay. About halfway up the stairs, I shrieked for my mom. She came running. I told her I stepped out of the way for a warm nothing in the hall. Like it was just average business running around the house. And I didn't want to bump into someone. She was not even the least bit surprised by it. As she had seen and felt all manner of things in the hallway. Mm. That's weird. Yeah.
0: A warm something. A warm nobody. A warm nothing. Like she felt so I think. Yeah, like she felt a presence there. So she moved out of the way. Right. But she wasn't scared of it at all. Right. Until it like like calculated in her brain, like, oh my God. Huh. Why did I just do that?
1: Yeah. My last one for today, because I have mom of four duties. Oh my gosh. She has what? Mom
0: of four duties oh. rolling up in moments. I also thought you said mom of Ford, like the Ford plant. I, was <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. That's, that doesn't sound like a lot. Like all the men in Ford are the mom of all. What's going no. on? Okay. Mom of four duties. Got it. Yeah. I promise to write again. She says, no, honey, (laughs) self-care. Do that. We're nothing. You go take a bath. (laughs) Light some candles.
1: If you have time, we love
0: the story. Yeah. Oh, they're great stories. But seriously, Mama, four. God love you.
1: Now, this one scared the crap out of me and still does today.
0: Okay. This is their big bang. This is what she's been waiting for. That's right.
1: Okay. This one involves the scariest hell basement Reby has written about.
0: Now, is this the right basement that had the slide in it? that yeah. The doll like looked up at her? Yeah. When it like fell? Yeah. When gravity exactly. happened? When it okay. fell
1: and then turned its the okay. head? Yep. After Gra- the fall? Gravity
0: kind of happened. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: okay. Okay. As you know, my mom and Graham's made the room beautiful and as fun as possible was in quotations mm-hmm. because they were also afraid. Yeah, they hated going down there. Yeah, they painted magical murals on the walls of deer and waterfalls and forests with hidden lakes. They were wonderful murals, not the cheesy ones one often sees in school hallways. At the base of the steps on the left, we all had our own cubby holes, huge shelves really, and all of our junk to live. Below were huge built-in cavities for the large homemade building blocks Mom and Grams made for
0: us. I mean, once again, let's give it up for Mom and Grant, <laughs> Right? They seem amazing. I know. So much better than we are. is yes, So. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I should be making my kids stuff. <laughs> I should have spaces for all my kids to put their shit in so I don't get pissed off. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. amazing. Amazing parents. Right.
1: At the far end of the room on the right, they had converted the old coal rooms
0: mm-hmm. where
1: one would store coal from the coal drop outside into a slightly elevated stage for silly performances.
0: Oh, how cute.
1: On the right side wall, while looking at the stage, was a huge whiteboard and tons of dry erase markers. They even made us our very own win, lose, or draw cards. If looking at the stage, to the right was the furnace dividing our side of the basement and the other side. Ooh. You could see through to the other side of the basement if you were looking between furnace bits. On the other side of the basement, you would find the extra fridge, the washer and dryer, a huge, massive, really, table for all the unfolded laundry, ironing, and a small sacred spot for Graham's storage. Can I say this again?
0: Yeah. This is what you get when you have two women raising children. (laughs) Right. I mean, all of this. Right. We're going to have half this basement be this beautiful play area. And then the other half, we're going to put a fucking huge table in here because of the amount of laundry that we're going to have to do for this household. And we're going to make it conducive. And you know what? We're going to put a fridge back there for all the beer we're going to (laughs) consume while we have these women. Oh my. Rock star women. I love it. Lesbians. You you have got this shit figured out. (laughs) Not that they were lesbians, but oh, even that co-parent with. With your mom. That's beautiful. Oh, Go for it. Amazing. Oh, it's amazing. A fun little place to
1: explore when it was broad daylight and perfectly sunny and all the lights were turned on and we were bored out mm, of our minds. Wow. Otherwise, unless our parents were forcing us to iron school shirts at 10 <laughs> cents a pop, something I only recently realized they made us do because they themselves were too terrified to be on that side of the basement. Wow. We had no reason to be there. None. None. Nor did we wish to be, but occasionally we would venture down to our side. And this is where the story takes place. I was walking down the stairs with my friend and neighbor, Lauren. We weirdly stopped halfway down and looked at the stage to the far right. There was no reason for it. We just did. It was one of those moments I cannot recall in any other way besides slow motion. Hmm. The only other time I had a slow motion experience was when I was in a car accident with Reeby and I flipped the car oh my oh gosh, my God. on 65 at the hospital corner during rush hour. Oof. So like the only other time was a very traumatic yeah, moment. So yeah. interesting. Hmm. So here we are frozen midway down the stairs looking to our right at the stage. Buckle in ladies. Here is where trouble begins. Hmm. There was this doll.
0: Oh, I wonder if it's the same Same story. doll?
1: Yep, it is always a doll. You know there is a thought out there which seems to feel dolls can have spirit
0: attachments. Recently, Miles just told me he's terrified of dolls. I get it. And luckily, you only have one girl. My house is covered in <laughs> dolls.
1: Not so much anymore. But ooh, there was a time it was creepy. Maybe this is the problem, a spirit attachment. Hmm. Whatever. I don't know. So there was this doll. I cannot recall which sister owned this doll, but I do recall it was given as a gift one Christmas. Hmm. It was not a small baby doll. It was larger, like a smaller version of those kid sister and kid brother dolls. Ooh, oh, I hated no. those. Mm-hmm. My, buddy, my buddy, my I, buddy, I mean, I love my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Yeah. Kayla, well, you did too. I did too. <laughs> I can't sing worth a nickel, but I there it is. Just know the doll was substantial in size. Oof. Lauren and I stared from our frozen position at the doll, who was on its back on the stage, quite close to the win-loser draw board. Suddenly, the head of the doll falls completely to its left side. A dead fall. nothing else moving. It locked eyes with us.
0: Ooh.
1: Yes, I understand. In reality, we locked eyes with it, but the effect <laughs> was exactly the same. I love it, that. It hung there, looking limp and lifeless for what seemed like several minutes. Mm. Then, out of absolutely nowhere, the doll was pulled very quickly, feet first, across the entire stage, and smashed into the wall. What? Hmm. We screamed and ran crying upstairs. It took me many, many months to go downstairs again. Oh, yeah. I only did so when I was forced to, absolutely against my will, for milk and such. You better believe I skip ran sometimes three steps at a time and made all manner of noises while going back up. I never played in the basement again. And that night I turned the stuffed toys in my bed completely around and shoved them in the corner of the bed, never to be played with again.
0: Wow. Now I want to go back and listen to the story about Rebe's Mm doll. Was it the same doll? No. This to me for why do I feel like this is. Oh, maybe I'm just picturing the my buddy doll. I was pushing like a male doll, like a almost like a Chucky. Chucky doll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I which mean, is, probably for lots of reasons. Yeah. Cause the doll's in I know their story, technically moving.
1: I really want to go back and find that episode. I don't know which episode it was, but there is an episode where Rebe, we I mean mentioned yeah. It before, yeah, talks about a doll. I want to
0: know. Oh, I I remember that whole story. Like, yeah, because yeah, it was a good one. It was I mean the Went down the side. They took the doll once down the side.
1: Yeah.
0: And left the doll at the end of the side. And then the doll, like, looked up. (sighs) Ooh. So
1: that's two doll stories. Two
0: doll stories in that same. It's almost as if a group of kids (laughs) hmm, who know that they live in a haunted house. And, yes, those are my fingers doing quotation marks. (laughs) Couldn't you hear them? Couldn't you hear them? Because here's why. Okay, we talked a little bit about like mob mentality Uh and the power of persuasion. Okay. So you've got this entire neighborhood. Literally, they're giving you a care package of holy water (laughs) and rosaries as you come into the, you know, like that sets the precedent. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, I live in the most fucking haunted house ever. So, of course, the smallest thing that's going to happen My imagination is going to make it like grow exponentially. It's going to be, it's going to be so spooky. It's going to be so scary. Yeah. She bless her heart. (laughs) And and I mean, also, yeah, like that's a lot to fuck with your psyche as a young kid. Yeah. You've got the cemetery there. Yeah. Staring you down every time you're like playing. I can't imagine that just not being a part of. Right how you were raised. And, you know, two people have died in your house. Yeah. So you've got like, I mean, just like back to back persuasion that this is all very haunted. So not only are you constantly looking for or open to this idea that the smallest of noises has got to be a haunting. Yeah. uh, But then you see a doll that's on the stage that you don't know why it's there. There's so many kids that live in this house. There's a okay. million reasons why that doll could be there. I'm still with you on all of this. The doll moves. Let's even say the doll falls down. You've got two small young children who see the doll fall down. Okay. And they take off running. And one spins the story to the other one. And then there it is. It's like, that it did you pulled, see it? Pulled and well, smashed? Sure. sure. Again, the imagination. Your imagination is so powerful. And you've got all of this. It's why people are in cults, like, the, like, uh, like all of oh, a sudden. Okay, okay, I'm just saying, like, don't you ever think? I think I brought this up last week, actually. Like, don't you always think? How do people end up in cults? You, we know how you would end up in cults. You believe in everything, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm not going to
1: deny it. I would <laughs> totally. The fact that I have not yet been in a cult is amazing. It really is. It I'm really so is.
0: proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. It's it. Good job. pure luck. Yeah, I mean, this podcast. But oh. if this podcast is a cult? Oh. No. <laughs> no. I'm in it. I don't believe in any of it. No. What I'm saying, though, That's is why that- you're a guru. Damn it. Oh, it's all coming together. <laughs> okay. No. I'm just saying, like, you see people who are in cults and you think, how could they get there? Yeah. And it's, be- it's-, it's not that they're, like, wrong or bad or what. It's because- the power of persuasion is so strong. Yeah. It can be so strong. So if you open your mind up to something like that, all of a sudden your belief becomes your reality. Okay. And that's what I think probably happened here. You have a couple of kids who are down, they're already going down to a creepy part of the basement that they're a little bit freaked out by. Yeah. They're scared of it. Why are they scared of it? Because A, it's a basement. B, it's in a haunted house that you that is right next to the cemetery mm-hmm. that you've seen your entire life, that all of the adults are now agreeing that this is a haunted place. So yeah. you have that. I mean, you just have layers upon layers upon layers of persuasion. Something very scary is about to happen. It's going to happen. I'm looking for it. The doll falls over and boom, you've got two girls screaming up the, you know, I mean, they're just screaming. Yeah. They're so scared. Okay. There's like not even enough time to really know what happened. They get up to the top of the stairs and this story emerges and it becomes alive and it becomes what they remember. And it's it's not wrong because it's what they both remember because they went over the story. You know what I mean? Like they didn't yeah. do it on purpose, I guess is what I'm saying. It just organically happened.
1: Okay. All right, moment. fine. I don't... I'm not saying I agree with that, but okay. Okay. But how do you explain... The toilet paper story. She's not scared in this moment. Uh huh. She's going up to like, oh, yeah, I got to go help my mom.
0: She's stranded. Yeah. I mean, I, I can explain that by like just sound bouncing off of things. Mom might be saying something. Mom
1: is coming up the driveway and had not been calling her. What about grandma? Grandma was on the other side of the house and hadn't been calling her. She goes over this. She debunked your debunk oh, before it started.
0: Yeah, because she knows she, she's she's right. sisters of Reba. She's like, <laughs> I've got to make sure um, there are other people in the house. There could be other people in the house. There could be windows open. You could hear the neighbors calling their. There's kids. no.
1: She literally said, no windows <laughs> are open. We don't have air conditioning.
0: A that she remembers. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay, I don't know. I hate to always discredit. Kids, because kids are very smart and like kids know a lot of things, but at the same time, I think again, it's a memory that happened in a supposedly haunted house that just kind of grew. There is a physical door slamming in her face. Mm-hmm. There could be other people in the house.
1: There, like, she goes into detail yeah. of
0: where people are. Again, there could be people she doesn't even know that are in the house. A person could have no. been in that house. She went through and slammed that she door. She in
1: every door. There was positively no one there. I think it said positively no one. That she knows no of one. that she knows of. Oh my gosh. It's so frustrating. Every time we get to this point, it
0: pisses me <laughs> off. But we're, like we're going to get there every time because Here's the thing. Because you're
1: ha- so stubborn for no good reason.
0: Well, that, but also, so are you. And then also, <laughs> uh, because this is what we do, we tell them to write in so that we can debate. So it's kind of like we set up this equation to happen every <laughs> uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like there was a third story, wasn't there? Yeah. There was, there was like the door shutting, then the very final one. And then. Oh,
1: oh, she walked, stepped out of the way for a warm presence.
0: Yeah. I mean, every, clearly she's afraid of the stairs. Okay. Right. So the stairs are something that are problematic for her, whether that's just like her own. I mean, my kid will come up with ridiculous things. His new thing is choking. That's not ridiculous, but he is terrified of it. Like every time he eats, he's like, mom, what if I choked on? What would you do if I choked on? Because he's, I know it's very sad, but I'm like how about you just chew a little bit more and talk a little less? (laughs) (laughs) I say that a million times, but he does not get that, that I'm, you know, but he's panicked about it. Like he'll say, well, what would you do if I would choke right now? And so we have to go over it and over and over again. Oh, Poor guy. So he got choked one night and then it has now set in his mind that every time he eats something, Mm. he's going to choke.
1: Oh, I hate
0: that for him. I hate that for him too. But that's like, with Hillary, every time she goes up the stairs, it's in her mind. Like, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Who knows what happened on those stairs that that started that, but she's got it in her mind. Something is going to happen. Every time I do go up these stairs, it's an irrational fear because it just is. Like, with Miles, it happened once. Mm-hmm. You're okay. Just chew. It'll be fine. You're okay. But it every time he eats, he has to talk about it. So now, I feel like every time Hillary... Because it happened once? She really saw it? No, no, no. Because something spooked her. Something Mm -hmm. like was like, ooh, uh, she got an eerie feeling. Or it was like, it was a little bit spooky. So every time she goes up the stairs, she has to skip jump and say something and be whatever. And then this particular time, she's not doing those things because she's got friends with her. And she's like going up the stairs. And she feels something spooky again. Not because there's necessarily something there, but also because she broke her pattern and then she's more aware like, oh my gosh, something just happened.
1: Okay. I will say that's the only debunk. I'm not saying I believe that's what happened Mm -hmm. because it is, you know, like I can see that conscious moment or subconscious moment of being like, oh, I'll just hop out of the way. Like, I'll just get out of your way.
0: And then your mind comes back like, why did I do that? That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't believe you. I don't. I'm not taking in your debunk yeah but i've done things like that before and then you look back on them you're like why did i then do maybe that? maybe you have walked around a ghost i'm or just maybe saying- like maybe that's a pattern that i fall like i fall into that pattern maybe she just never goes in that area or maybe she always goes in that pattern and then that night she didn't because she also wasn't skip counting and doing all of those other things yeah
1: i don't buy that debunk but okay. it's your best one of the night
0: well, thank you. I'll take that. Okay. So thank you, Hillary and Melanie, for your stories tonight. They were great. We so appreciate them. And I love both you ladies. I know you all are like full-on believers and I'm a skeptic and, you know, there's that. But I am so appreciative of both of you for writing in because what else will we do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sit, here and get drunk. Sit here and drink
0: and be ridiculous. <laughs>
1: okay. At least now we have a purpose. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I guess that's what you call it. <laughs> Seems a little bold to call it a purpose.
1: <laughs> We're doing something, okay? All right, I think we need to get to fan favorite.
0: Yeah, why? While we can. Wait, what? <laughs> do you want to tell the people why you feel like we I, should get the fan favorite? Oh, good grief, Aaron Taylor! What? You've not edited me enough for them to not know why we need no, to a it.
1: favorite. I've got it. They'll never know. Okay, we have
0: those listen, stuff. listen. This is fine. We've got, no, not we, apparently just me. I've got PTSD from the last time I we went to quarantine. Oh, I've got it too. Yeah, except for that I decided to drink it away tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron uh, did not partake in that last shot, but I did. We've and also I will determine that my beer is weaker. That is true. Dos Equis calling them out. What if we get sued? No, but did you see how I landed the name? You said it so mm-hmm. good. Beautifully. Dos mm-hmm. is delicious. Delicious, but maybe not as strong as Corona. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. Goodness. You got mm-hmm. a fan favorite guest because I told you I love this fan. Okay. Uh, I'm afraid that this. if I guess I'm just giving you my next Ooh, couple that's of people. That's true. I would laugh so hard if you'd already asked this person to be your favorite. <laughs> I fan haven't asked favorite. anybody in advance. I bet they're already in your head because okay. I even said at one point, like, I'm so happy I got two weeks in a row. Ooh, OK. I will give you a hint. It rhymes with Potify. Spotify is uh-huh. Spot- <laughs> Spotify is our no, fan no, no. favorite. The hint rhymes with Potify.
1: It is who told us to. to
0: yes. Great
1: review. Oh, hold on. Let me think of who it was.
0: Shit. Anna, this means you were not. In her mind. <laughs> but you were in mine. Oh, no. The lovely Anna. Aww. Anna, hi, friend. I've picked you for my fan favorite next week. Aaron is going to be pissed that I got to you first. I am. And I am so excited <laughs> that I got to you first. <laughs> we really do appreciate all your support and would love to shout out a cause near and dear, blah, 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 all that good stuff. And they say, oh, my gosh, are you sure? I'm <laughs> such a lurker. Okay. That would be
1: hilarious if you're like, no, you're
0: right. Bye. Right. like <laughs> Oh, okay. That's weird. You, I'm done with you all. No, Anna, listen to this. I love Anna. I'm such a quiet lurker on Facebook. Aww. This feels like too much. Ha ha. Aww. And then in parentheses, thank you. Um, Plug, plug, plug. I told you I love this week's fan favorite. Are okay. you ready? This I'm ready. Why. I can't wait. I tried to find a charity for victims of alien abduction as a joke, but sadly, those folks haven't organized yet. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Love no, so hard. I work in cardiology at a children's hospital, and these are two of the organizations that work closely with us supporting families. ChildrensHeartNetwork.org. And I'll put the link in the description. And then CanuckPlace.org backslash health and safety backslash. We have great healthcare in Canada, but some things get overlooked. Lots of family have to travel to us for surgeries and procedures. And BC is a large provenance. These organizations take care of things not covered by healthcare, providing social support, lodging, putting on summer camps for kids with Aww. congenital heart disease. I mean, it's that's amazing. That is amazing. Respite for families with a child in palliative care, et cetera. She said, I don't know. That's the best I can think of. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's an amazing, amazing organization. If you can't find someone <laughs> better to shout out, ha Anna. Don't worry. I addressed that. Thanks again. Hope Aaron isn't too pissed that you're a speedy mofo. <laughs> I am. I'm pretty pissed, but I'll accept it. Yeah. Because that was great. I didn't even know you could rate us on Spotify yet.
1: No. And they shouted us out.
0: They shouted us so quickly. And then I told them, well, here, let me read you the exchange. Okay. They say, if there's a children's hospital near you, you could shout that out instead. If lots of your listeners are nearby, might be more likely to support a local place. So basically, they're just saying like there's needs everywhere with a local children's hospital. Yeah. But I mean, still...
1: Yeah, that's cool. Hey, my husband's Canadian. I'm all about
0: it. Right. And we have some Canadian listeners. Yeah.
1: And Angie. also, Hi,
0: hey, Angie. Angie, come on, Angie, give some of that. Like, this, this is right up and... your alley. See? See what right I did Right up your alley, <laughs> Angie. But also, I will say this. I mean, this is the big old world. And it doesn't matter if we're in Canada, Yeah, from Canada, we can still love Canadian children. So yeah. let's just donate where we should donate. That's right. Okay. And then I was like, somewhere better. I was like, are you, like, are you kidding me? And I said, after your post about being able to review on Spotify, we instantly had like 20 reviews. So yeah. That's huge for our little podcast. That is amazing. So right. We are very appreciative. So appreciative. And then they said, I'm still mad that there's no alien abduction support group. Ugh, I know. That just means we need to get abducted. We need to create. Aaron, <laughs> listen to what I said. Oh. I said, I feel like the first step is to be abducted.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's like we're sisters.
0: Almost. Yeah. (laughs) Then start the support group, you know, so it feels more organic. Grassroots, if you will. (laughs) Perfect. Oh, we're hilarious. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I said, I'll start working on that, and I'll get back with you. Anna, you're it. You got us 20 reviews like that. Yes. Like, you didn't just post on our facebook page about funny things which we do love which we do love don't we stop doing that do everybody. love that but like you put it out there i love that they're like i'm a quiet lurker yeah no you're a activist <laughs> yes <laughs> you, yes but you, you, you spoke up action when it mattered anna thank you so much i appreciate you so much
1: yes thank you anna thank you for calling that out and if you want to follow anna's you know suggestion Of not only her wonderful charities, which we will put all the links in Mm -hmm. the notes, Mm -hmm. uh, but also rating and reviewing and subscribing either on Spotify or Apple. Now that you have the option, please do those. You can also write in and find all of our information at www.myskepticalsister.com. It's got Patreon information. It's got where you can write your stories, merch. So Mm -hmm. please go there. And... Our movie night is next Thursday. We're giving you a heads up, so... Look at us, ahead of the game. I know. I think we're going to watch Hans and Gretel movie on Netflix. Feels very Witcher-like. Yes, it looks really spooky. So anyways, go to our website, get all that information done. Yep, do all that.
0: We'll talk to you guys next week. Hasta luego.
1: La 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 la.
0: She was a bit of a night owl, which is a bit... (laughs) not a bit of a tit
1: a a bit of a tit (laughs) a bit of a tit it was a a bit of a flirt a bit of a tit tit.
0: her body had began to fail her leaving her confined to a wheelchair wait should it be begun to fail her began
1: to fail her that's right like begun
0: well she's talking in the past about somebody so begun had began begun is like (laughs) now (laughs) really I begun, I began. Why is that word so weird now? I don't know, but how is began or begun even a word? I don't know. <laughs> the more you so say weird. it, it's not even a word. Our homes were blessed regular, regularly. <laughs> why is that word there again? Well, also, why did she put putting in there? She's your nemesis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, then just start at peculiar because you said it fine. Peculiar.
0: Peculiar. Luigi board. A peculiarly Luigi board. <laughs> All right. I know many paranormal, she puts in parentheses, events have scientific she explanations. In quotations, we'll get corrected. I said. You said parentheses. Quotations.
1: <laughs> I did that once
0: and somebody yes. made fun of me. Yes, <laughs> that's
1: right. It was hilarious too. <laughs> uh, why? Why did we do that?
0: I don't know. I don't either. Because the parentheses. Blame that damn English teacher we had. If that
1: one person hadn't corrected me, I would still continue <laughs> to call him <them> parentheses. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> and being stunned by the I'm sorry. And being
0: stunned, they're Do back. Do not apologize to me once. <laughs> I fucked up every line of that last <laughs> story. So please go ahead. I'm ready. Go. I'm going to wait for you to get as drunk as I am.
1: Oh, here we go. Let's go. I'm ready. Read it. Just read your fan
0: favorite. Go take a shot. will. No. Oh, I don't want to. One shot and no. then I will.
1: I've already taken a shot tonight. I I do not want to take another two. one.
0: Erin. I don't like tequila shots the way you like tequila shots. Then take a bourbon shot. You'll be fine. We have no after school tomorrow. After a tequila shot. Oh, my gosh. You're not going to die. Listen. It is. On, on,
1: after a tequila shot. <laughs> See? And you said I that. Know. I know. What is that? We get really drunk.
0: I mean, yeah, like, but even you did a little it little earlier good. at my house without any alcohol, and I was like, "See, you do it too." It's just our. Irish- you like to call me out on things that you do too. And I'm like that bitch. <laughs> Dude, she does it too. <laughs> no, I do it. I'm
1: sorry.
0: I know it's fine. I'm gonna then I'm get now really drunk, myself out. and I'm gonna come. I'm gonna wrap back around <laughs> like I'm drunk enough to call you out. I've call got me manners. Out. No, call me out, please. No. Oh no, I've got manners. I won't call you out, Tom. Good and liquored Don't
1: have manners.
0: I mean, you said I know. that, not me. I don't, but... <laughs>